1233 at WRBI, a Tree City Tuesday. That means we're joined by Greensburg Mayor Joshua Marsh on today's Mayor's Daily Briefing. Uh, Mr. Mayor, the latest numbers, Decatur County, 376 total cases of COVID-19 thus far. That is up two uh, over yesterday and one new death to report uh, as well. Ripley County with 235 cases thus far, up two over yesterday. Dearborn County, 558, also up two. And Franklin County, up three with one new death. They're now at 264. Uh, and you have uh, also provided me with, I like this, the number of new tests that were reported uh, in each of those uh, counties. Not something we had uh, previously always shared, but uh, 40 new tests reported in Decatur County, 19 in Ripley, 27 in Dearborn, and 20 in Franklin County. Yeah, good afternoon, everyone. Of course, I, I was looking through the dashboard, the state's dashboard again today, and I noticed that they had put that information on there, and I think it's just become a little bit easier to find. I'm not saying it hasn't been, but I thought it was interesting to sort of hit on that a little bit. You know, here in Decatur County, we've got 40 um, new tests done with two new cases that were reported. And if you look sort of down the list, 40 is the biggest but then Franklin County, which had 20 tests, which is second to lowest, had three new cases. So it is related, but it's not a direct correlation. And I think that that really goes a lot towards, you know, we're seeing a statewide dip in positive cases, but it's not really substantial. It's not enough to say that's a trend line, if you will. Right. But it is a it is a contributing factor of the assessment that the governor is doing. And of course, I'm sure we'll hear tomorrow whether the mask mandate will be continued or not. And I think we can all probably bet money that it will be um, just because we haven't seen that substantial decrease in those numbers either. Um, the other good news is statewide positivity rates are also trending down. Um, so, you know, we look at that number and positivity separate. And that's why I wanted to share those extra bits of information about new tests reported, because that's what the governor, in addition to lots of other things, are looking at um, as they make their assessment, of course, with schools reopening, we could expect to see maybe some spike in youth cases. But uh, fortunately, Greensburg Community Schools is in week four now and not or three or four and not had any positive cases. So I'll knock on my desk, uh, knock on some wood here to uh, hope that they continue that streak. Absolutely. That's the streak you you want to continue uh, for sure. Uh, and uh, testing, speaking of testing, does continue in both Osgood and Greensburg, both of those sites. And again, that's weekdays, 8 a.m. to uh, 8 p.m. And that'll continue at least until the end of next month. Uh, wouldn't surprise me to see that uh, extended, but of course they're not going to make that call this early, depending on how things go. Uh, so if you want to be tested, you can come by uh, either the Ripley County Fairgrounds or the former Sheriff's Department in Greensburg, uh, just south of uh, the square there, and uh, get tested. No appointment necessary, no cost, no doctor's referral necessary. Just uh, drop by 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. on a weekday. Now, if you're going to go get tested we understand you may not be feeling well so maybe you want to have an appointment just to try to get in as quickly as possible you can make that appointment at lhi.care slash covid testing or you can call 888-634-1116 of course you can call the radio station or uh, the the health department and get that number or that website if you didn't catch that as well Correct, and, and it's a good resource. We still have those in our communities uh, for the foreseeable future. And, you know, it's one of those things a lot of people have, you know, maybe commented on the data as 
well, if I go get tested a bunch, it counts a bunch of different times. Again, the state has broken that down on their dashboard. So now you can see, you know, new individuals, um, unique individuals, and then all tests put together. So that information is changing um, and they continue to improve the data. So if you're worried about that or if you question some of the data, go check that out. But if you do need a test, be sure to go get one um, and they'll take care of it where Brent listed there. Right. And uh, then if you do get tested and you do want it positive and they do call you with uh, wanting to do contact tracing and have you help them with that, please do assist them in that. Uh, that is very important. Uh, if you get a number from uh, 877-548-3444, I should say if you get a call from the number 877-548-3444, that is uh, the contractor that's doing contract con- <laughs> contact tracing for the state easy for me to say uh so please do assist them and be helpful with that don't think it's a junk uh, phone call a, a telemarketer or something and they'll also text you if you do not uh, answer a couple times oh, okay. so look for the text message i think as a component of that Very good i think know. they'll attempt three times so okay. Okay. be be vigilant yeah and uh something new that uh the uh state has put together that might be interesting to some of us Tell us about this Hoosier Health and Wellbeing Atlas. What is this? Yeah, so the Family and Social Service Administration, FSSA, has been really involved in the COVID response uh, since day one. But they also announced earlier this week that they've rolled out something they've been working on since 2018. It was public or it was private to internal state operations, but they've now made it public. And it has a lot to do with uh, surveys that are taken Um, by those individuals who are applying online for health coverage, uh, SNAP and TANF benefits. So those government programs, uh, they collect a bunch of information and ask questions. And it's about, uh, have you had enough money in the last 12 months for food or utilities, healthcare, access to childcare, um, different pieces like that, and including domestic disputes. Now, all of the data is an aggregate and is not traceable to an individual or personally identifiable. But I think it could answer a lot of questions for government agencies and individuals in our community who are interested. It works very similar to the COVID dashboard. And I think that's probably why they've made it a little more public is you can access the information through a clickable map. The data changes. I think they've really refined that during this uh, crisis. But it's good for individuals like myself and other leaders in our communities and those who work in nonprofits or business that often ask the questions, well, how do we find out what type of people are having uh, food insecurities or health care access issues? So that information is available. If you just look up um, the Family and Social Services Indiana, it's on their webpage, but it's called the Hoosier Health and Wellbeing Atlas. So I just encourage everyone to go look at that. I think it's some interesting information that you might uh, be able to use in one of your community endeavors. Absolutely. Well, good to uh, hear from you today, Mayor Marsh. I'll remind everybody uh, to uh, help uh, slow the spread of this virus. Wash your hands. If you have to cough or sneeze, do so under your elbow. Don't touch your face. Keep that six-foot distance that we're always uh, trying to be more conscious of. If you feel sick in the least, stay home and please follow the governor's mandate. Wear a mask whenever you're around uh, anyone who's uh, outside your bubble. So we appreciate you being with us today. Thank you, everyone, and I will see you on Tree City Thursday.